We have to get the podcast zone. The Toddcast. Where we just talk about Todd Howard, CEO of Bethesda. I don't even know what Bethesda is. They made Fallout. That explains it. (laughs) You would like Fallout New Vegas. I think that I can say that pretty confidently. I've tried playing a Fallout game. It's it's the one where you go underwater. That's Bioshock. Okay, never mind. You would think that Bioshock is too pretentious. I think. I don't remember much of any of it. Which is fine. You don't have to remember stuff. That's my job. That's what you're paid for. Mm-hmm. That's what we pay you on this podcast for. Now, sir, it's time for your 4 p.m. brain pills. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't Fallout New Vegas. It was Bioshock. I also grew younger. Oh, no! Now I'm baby. How have you been in the past three hours since we last talked? Oh. (laughs) It's been kind of a boring day in general. That's what Sundays are supposed to be. Yeah, but it's like that like summer boring where you start feeling antsy oh like there's something coming from beyond the horizon and you don't know what it is or i feel less like anxious about what's coming and more like antsy like i want to get up and do something but i don't know what to do you have to go to the pool you have to get all your friends together to play stickball in the park yeah i need to go to the splash pad What's the splash pad? You don't know what a splash pad is? No, I don't know what a splash pad is. I was I grew up rich. <laughs> the splash pad is a pool alternative where it's all above ground and it's just like big fountains that people can run under and like like kind of like hoses it's like water it's like a water playground so like without the pool so like at the when you're at the public pool there's that really shallow end for kids so there's like all those little uh towers with hoses shooting down from them not unlike what you would find at the nick hotel Uh, yes it's like a playground that has hoses on it as a resident of Nick Hotel, a la Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, mm-hmm. I can agree that two it members is. on the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. They tried doing this thing, and 
it didn't work out, but I still get to live there. <laughs> and you have I, squatters' rights, so mm-hmm. if they forfeit the rights, you own the hotel, and they just can't have that. Yeah, except DeSantis is riding my ass. So hard. He wants me ass. He wants me assed out. He wants me ass. He wants me ass. DeSantis wants me ass. <laughs> I sent Why? you a picture of what a uh, splash pad looks like. And yeah, I realized I just completely <laughs> fumbled your entrance. <laughs> uh, no, all this is going in. I'm looking at a splash pad and gotta say, I'm not a fan. You know, it's four kids... It's not all that different from what we saw one child and one adult enjoying in blank check. In the middle of the night. Mm Mm-hmm. On a date. Wahey to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. The game show where one of us refuses to talk about blank check, and the other one will have a lot of things that they want to say but won't about the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, sometimes we also quiz each other on movies that the other one has not seen i'm your co-host ethan and this is your other co-host wes so we are going to talk about drop dead gorgeous and silence of the lambs in this episode mm-hmm. don't want spoilers for either of those things i've never given a spoiler warning before so deal with it yeah we're not going to start with two movies that are one is over 30 years old mm-hmm. and one is 20 now years over old. 20. <laughs> it hit 20 years old and you can't watch it anywhere. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, should we just jump into the quiz uh, review? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, so last week I quizzed Wes on the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous, not Death Drop Gorgeous, uh, and he has since watched both movies in full, and will review his answers to the quiz, which I did not score. Uh, death, death Drop Gorgeous is the only thing that comes up when you search on your Roku TV. <laughs> and the titles are similar enough that just with a glancing look, you'll be like, oh, I'll just rent it. What? It's only $2? That's cheaper <laughs> than any other Prime rental. Usually it's like 4 or something. All right. Well, maybe it's just an old movie or not very popular. And then you're confused. Because it seems to have the filming quality of Thanks Killing. It has just as bad of acting. And it takes place present day. Not a single member of the Spider Man cast to be found? Yeah, and I'm like, there's no way Kirsten Dunst <laughs> would stoop so low as to do this movie. I don't think even if she was close friends with the people making it, that she would have volunteered to be a part. Yeah. 
It's uh, a movie about uh, someone who lures drag queens through dating apps to murder them. Hmm. I don't like that. Well, you'll get something like that later on when we talk about Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Great. Oh, yeah, Buffalo Bill. Uh, I asked you why you hadn't seen Drop Dead Gorgeous and what happens in this movie. You said you know nothing and you've heard nothing. Give me the full point. Uh, so you get one point for that. Uh, and then you said this movie is about a Medusa-like figure, uh, someone who's stunning like Medusa, who thinks of herself like Medusa because she's so beautiful. She's more like Marvel's Black Widow. Lures people in and slits their throats. And the woman is played by the most beautiful actress in the world, Shirley Temple. Present day. Present day. I'll give you a point. And I think that's more than generous. <laughs> you were giving me a full point on that? What? Uh, I mean, eh, there's there's a beautiful woman who does crime. <laughs> All right, you're far more generous than I would be. I think so. Yeah, so thank Remember, you. this isn't about who's getting more points. This is about which one of us is getting into heaven, and I think it's going to be me. Yeah, well, uh, I'll s- see you in hell. <laughs> really choked that one out. Mm-hmm. Next, I asked you what Spider-Man actress stars in this movie is Minnesotan Amber Adkins. You guessed correctly. It is Kirsten Dunst. Who you complimented in your text to me. Yeah, I mean, per usual, she's pretty good. Um, I feel like I haven't seen a ton of stuff with her, and I also feel like for a large stretch of her career as I was reading her entire wiki page because I was like how do I date her (laughs) I was like I realized I literally know very little about her besides present day and Mm spider-man what do you mean present day because you are dating her and you're too afraid to ask too afraid to ask you whether it's okay to date her. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, or, like she's she, my cousin. She was in Fargo not too long ago, uh, and okay. she also uh, was on that really hyped up TV show, The Last Woman in Florida. I don't know something like <laughs> something about Florida. I don't watch prestige television, so I don't know what you're talking about. But yet you won't watch Real Rob either, so make up your mind. You know what? Let me put it this way. I don't watch television. I don't watch anything. Hmm. It shows. I watch anime. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm so sorry. I should be like this. But uh, my point was that it seemed like for a lot of Kirsten Dunst's career, she was pigeonholed and was in a lot of bad stuff. So, Fair enough. You better not be including this. Um, I asked you, what are the various ways that the Mount Rose American Teen Princess pageant has been rigged? You say there's stuff in bras. The owner of the beauty pageant has a child in it. And they're slated to win. 
the judges were stacked as well as paid off, and that they're performance-enhancing drugs like bovine growth hormone. No, only one of those. Yeah. We so got the, half uh, yeah. yeah, we got the old daughter in the pageant. I'm surprised you didn't say that there was attempted murder. Yeah, I mean, one it it is pretty jarring when it starts happening in this movie <laughs> because it gives the vibe of you know something that's not that much different from Best in Show, mm-hmm. and then murder starts happening as well, and then there is a tractor explosion. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, you know, when you said beauty pageant. I was kind of thrown and backed off entirely on the death and thought, oh boy, here we go. Another villain that Ethan's trying to purport is a great villain. (laughs) Who hasn't done anything. (laughs) I would say this villain, (laughs) that would be so crazy for me to say that this villain is somehow worse than the one in Kingsman. Uh... And then lastly, because you already alluded to it, what makes the villain of this movie compelling? You said she's just so pretty. (laughs) Pretty people don't do murder. Well, it's... Are are you arguing that the the villain in this is Kirstie Alley? I think I was making that argument. But on further reflection, the villain of this movie is very much the American teen princess pageant company. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. I thought you who do you were... think is the villain of this movie? The people who made I it? I thought you... As you're watching, you're like, oh, Kirstie Alley's character's bad. But mm-hmm. the... you are meant to believe that the the her daughter is the killer. Mm-hmm. But it is Kirstie Alley. Um, mm-hmm. I am hesitant to call Kirstie Alley very pretty she's pretty i would say but not any more than many other actresses (laughs) right which is why i'm not giving you the point oh okay well i was just advocating for you not to give me the point all right you don't get it congratulations thank you we did it folks we did it i like saying that kirstie alley's husband is also a villain of this movie uh, because he's disgusting. <laughs> he no harm, no foul. <laughs> he's just an average dude from the Midwest. Yeah, sexually assaulting his employees and mm-hmm. vaguely anti-Semitic. And... Oh, <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says, he says overtly so many casually racist <laughs> things. Overtly. Where I wonder, is this a real guy or is this a character? I can't tell. I will say that the actor, the I think the character is too cartoonish. Of the I husband. Think, yeah, I think that's fair. But it doesn't really... I don't think it comes across that he's not a good person unless he plays it to that level. Yeah. I, I'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, so moving out of the open-ended section, you have two and a half points. Average. 
Moving on to multiple choice. What's the theme of the pageant this year? I'd be surprised if you remember. <laughs> Proud to be an American. Ooh, you got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember what last year's pageant theme was? By American. Mm. That is good. I'm going to give you the bonus point because I didn't give it to you as a correct answer. Uh, and that's my mistake. Oh. Uh, but you had guessed Stars and Stripes for the original question. Which was another pageant theme, but not the one for the immediately preceding year. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the other one was, too. I can't, I'm struggling. I think it was America the Beautiful. There was one that was like a play on words, too. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I would play the movie back, but I have no way to do so. Uh, the next multiple choice question, what float does the pageant winner ride on? I really wanted to make a question about the float without talking about what happens to the float. You uh, can't. <laughs> you said that the float was the back of a pickup truck, which I wish it was, because I think that would have been funny. Would have been fitting. Yeah. Um, it is a big old swan. Mm-hmm. A big old swan that reeks of gasoline. Yeah. Which is still puzzling to me why that is. Um, I think racism. I think racism was the reason that it smelled like gasoline. Shoddy craftsmanship? Is that what they're implying? Um, From I think... the... Uh, Mexican laborers the dad employs it's either that or I think I think that this theory isn't like super well thought out but that Amber was supposed to win the pageant and Becky was supposed to get second place so that when Amber gets on the float Amber was supposed to be killed and then Becky would go to nationals just to make how sure. long has this float been doused in gasoline <laughs> it was built in it the laborers were <laughs> swimming in their gasoline pool slowly assembling all the paper mache pieces because i also got that implication in the movie as well the way kirstie alley like <laughs> does her big villain reveal speech and i'm like mm-hmm. what it it did not make sense to me this was all planned and yet none of it was planned (laughs) completely avoidable Mm -hmm. and then my next question what does becky lehman pageant frontrunner say she would have if she was a tree you were correct um she said she would be a strong Mm-hmm. American loving tree. Ooh, close. She would have a strong Christian trunk and and roots that bring <laughs> yeah. pull the community together. Or pull the community like that. together. That's right. A really strong answer. <laughs> yeah. There's something to me about the way that she hits the phrase "strong Christian trunk." plays really well yeah uh what real life villain plays one of the villains of this movie you said charlie sheen that's not correct uh yeah kirstie alley Mm -hmm. 
Rip. Ooh, I, <laughs> I had to check with you. I was like, she was like a real life villain, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a Trump supporter. And... She was. I did because I, I checked her Wikipedia after. I was like, I don't want to blow this out of proportion, but yeah, she voted for Trump. She was an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Conspiracy theorist. Yes. Died of cancer though. Rest in peace. This is how we hedge our bets. <laughs> in case everything everyone knows about Christianity yeah. is wrong. In case all the other stuff that was very public was wrong. Hedge my bets. Lastly, what documentary series has a surprise crossover with this documentary? You said My Strange Addiction, and that the addiction would be sex. Yeah, before My Strange Addiction. Cops. Yeah, it's cops. Uh, I put the answer E in here just because I thought that you would have a reaction to it, but you didn't have any reaction to Meerkat Manor at all. Uh, that's because I thought it was dumb. Mm, fair enough. I think I really just wanted to talk about it because I don't know anyone else who watched that show. Did you watch Meerkat Manor? I watched so much of Meerkat Manor. Huh. Because I was a, Dis- a Discovery Channel kid. Was Meerkat Manor on Discovery? It was either that or... Animal Planet. Oh, no, it was Animal Planet. I didn't watch a ton of Animal Planet. I watched History Channel because it was around the time that they had shows like Monster Quest. Which I've never seen, and I don't know anything about. It was just like an hour-long series where every episode's about a different monster, and they try and find it. Where's Bigfoot? Similar to Hunting Bigfoot, but it's the whole cast of characters. So it's like there's an episode devoted to Megabore. Everybody's talking about Megabore. Nobody <laughs> talks about that guy anymore. Did they find him, or did people just forget about him? Mm-hmm. And I think they forgot. And then Megabore died of natural causes peacefully with his family. There was like a... There was one that was like just a big bird. Carol Spinney? Like the size of a of a dinosaur. And they're like, well, people might, they're like, it might just be a, a California golden eagle. <laughs> or or something be. far more insidious. Or it could be you. <laughs> All right, it's hot. Um. Definitely going to be some production problems with this show, because I am hot. This summer is going to be rough. <laughs> Wes, you don't mind if I pop my shirt off while we record, do you? Uh, I suppose you can go ahead and do that if you... This is the first shirtless podcast ever recorded. Do what you uh, need I'm to do. Gonna... I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to suffer. Let's see. So moving out of the multiple choice questions, you have three and a half, four and a half, uh, four and a half points. Okay. Yeah, buddy. 
Moving on to true or false. Number one. Multiple girls' talent during the show is trap shooting. You said true. Mm, no. It's not. While many of the girls in town do trap shoot. Yeah. No. The, none of it's on display. The closer we get is someone just hopping around on cowboy boots and shooting fake guns. A character I forget about every single time I watch this movie and am confronted with terrible racism every single time I do. <laughs> yes, the, the the joke of her character is just that she was adopted by... Do we even know what nationality? They're Japanese. Japanese? Mm-hmm. Uh, Japanese family to... Uh, assimilate them quicker into american society but the adopted daughter also identifies as asian american right and just wants to live a normal life and thinks it sucks yeah i think that joke could have been so funny but they just leaned on it wrong because they didn't go for the truth of any of it Uh, and i think that's probably what most of the movie suffers from (laughs) (laughs) you know what fair well speaking of i think there is one character they do well uh true or false the girl who's obsessed with acting does a monologue from silence of the lambs correctly said false yeah i can't is it othello she talked about doing one from othello she wanted to do othello but she landed on doing the entire reveal monologue from Soylent Green. Oh, right. Yep. Which Uh, I thought was funny. Yeah. It also, like, kind of felt a little tired. At that point, sure. But, I don't know. Doing Soylent Green is the type of thing that person would do. Sure. I guess if we spent more time with her. that's th- That really is the only time that character does a thing. True or false, Ludafisk representation. True. It's right there. It's on, you have to confront it. Mm-hmm. It's even defined for us. <laughs> for those of you, they really wanted this joke to land across the entire country. Not just people who live in the Midwest. They have an entire librarian character just to define (laughs) what Ludafisk is. Who does not come back. Uh, And the character wasn't very good, so... Yeah, it's probably fine. Because I think most librarians are terrible. I know. All librarians are terrible. A-lag. Mm-hmm. I spell terrible with a G. I want to make that very clear to the audience. That wasn't a mistake. That's just how I spell it. It's a silent T. And a hard G. Hard G. True or false, Amber's mom saves her tap shoes from their trailer fire by throwing them out a window. You said true. Nope. She has it stuck in her pants. Mm-hmm. I shoved them in my panties. The best 
um, visual joke is the burn wound she has where her hand is fused to the beer can. How many times she keeps drinking out of it is pretty funny. And where how she uses it as a ashtray later on. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have any questions about her, but I do love Alice and Janney in this movie, and I didn't have. I just think she's really good. Yeah, uh, this is definitely a, a good Alice and Janney role. So, folks, if you're looking for more Alice and Janney, and you just need that, you could watch this for her. She's not in it as much as I would like her to be, and there's a lot of other stuff in it that you might not like. But Alice and Janney's here, and she's doing she's doing great. Yeah. I almost felt like she should have just been the mom. I think so too. I feel like that would have been effective. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the woman who played the mom did a bad job. I'm just I just think Alice and Janie could have done it better. And the girl could have been pregnant. Yeah. And Alice and Janie could have played the girl. This should have been Alice and Janie's Norbit. I was wasn't Alice and Janie in Juno? I was making a Juno joke. She was in Juno. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't catch that. I, no. I was making a Jack and Jill two joke. Hmm. <laughs> I caught that. Yeah, a movie that doesn't exist. You haven't Remember even seen the first one. I haven't, and I won't. I have. And you loved it. I loved the. Coastal liner product placement in it. You think that it, it's it's weird that Dunkachino is from that movie because I feel like that's solid. Don't even recall it. Oh, that's fine. Moving on. <laughs> Becky Lehman dances with her mom, the pageant runner, for her talent. Yeah, no, she dances with a uh, crucified Christ. So you were close. You said that she dances with Mel Gibson for Passion of the Christ. <laughs> you were so close. If only this had been made a decade later. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, my I was so excited when that cart with crucified Jesus rolls out onto the stage. Yeah, it's definitely a pretty good uh, visual joke. I just, what, it didn't make, I guess it could have landed better for me if I got more of a sense that she is religious. That's true. I feel like her character did toe the line of, like, actually religious versus religious for the sake of popularity. I feel like it was just a lot of talking about Jesus, but then not a lot of actions, and then we see her dancing with Jesus and like, oh, I guess this is like very serious for her. I read that as pandering to a Christian audience. Maybe. Are you just saying it wasn't clear because you wanted her to be actually religious because you would, you would have supported her in that case. Um, as a youth, I might've been reading the book of Matthews while watching this (laughs) movie. What folks don't know is that Wes, uh, has been thinking that this library gig isn't working for him, and he's going to start youth pastoring because that's where the that's where his heart belongs. There's just too many books that should not be in libraries, and there's only one book. 
the good book. Mm -hmm. The novelization of uh, Batman and Robin. (laughs) No, I said the good book. That's the best book. This movie ends. (laughs) (laughs) True or false? True or false? This movie ends when Amber wins the Mount Rose American Teen Princess pageant. Uh, no, it ends with the, uh, it was a makeup company. Yeah, this is a makeup company that ran ran the thing. Yeah, they are out of business, so the Mm -hmm. pageant is over. All the pageant winners uh, from each of their states were so excited to show up to, for some reason, the pageant being run at the company headquarters. Yeah, it we talked about this if if so much of the movie is spent building up to the mount rose pageant mm-hmm. and then it happens and then we move forward and it keeps going past the second pageant we meet new characters <laughs> those characters leave it's jarring. <laughs> it, they should have just made the big pageant out to be. The Minnesota the, one the should have gotten canceled. Yeah. Well, it technically like, pretty much did, but. Yeah, that's true. If they had focused entirely on nationals. I think it would we, have been a stronger movie. We as the audience never knew it was going to go that far. <laughs> yeah. If we had gotten to the pageant, the Mount Rose pageant quicker, I think it could have, things could have worked out Yeah, better story-wise. Uh, so you got a point for that. And then I sent you the screenshot don't know if you remember it but it was very blurry because i was taking a picture of a blurry photo on a tv yeah let me find it quick oh i have no idea what this is okay so you said it's four people wearing sashes so they're all beauty contestants sticking their heads out to look at something i'll give you a point for that you said they're looking out (laughs) to the convention pavilion to the parking lot because someone's car alarm is going off and they need to see who it is the cliffhanger at the end of the movie is trying to find that out, but we never do. You said, uh, after much prompting, you said there's something exiting a woman's mouth. It's a tapeworm. Uh, and you said there's a wire that's obstructing your view of the TV. So I give you a point for that. Is is this the Minnesota state pageant? Yeah. Is this when they're throwing up from eating all the bad shellfish? Yeah, that's when everyone's puking. Okay. Over the... Into the pool that's in the center of the building. Yeah, I guess I don't recognize this because this is when I started to check out. (laughs) I get it. But then you missed the really good joke uh, where Amber says, My mom says not to eat shellfish. Don't eat anything that carries its home with it. I did hear that. I also laughed when she said, I wish my mom could have been here. (laughs) Really funny. So good. 
All right, so at the end of this quiz, Wesley, you have ten and a half points. But before we move on to the post-quiz bonus questions where you have a chance to win more, would you watch this movie again? I don't know if I'm going to see this movie again. I feel like it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like, overly broad comedy to the point where I, I was getting the vibe that it was more just trying to make fun of Minnesotan culture without doing it really specifically. Mm-hmm. And only a few of the characters seemed like they were written to be believable. Mm. Like, I felt like it was just a lot of characters, almost yeah. like sketch comedy. It um, does feel like a longer sketch. Sorry, if you have more to say, keep going. Uh, there's some real yikes present in this movie with a character who's just a pedophile the joke is that he's a pedophile yeah forgot about warning about that character as well the joke is he's a pedophile and then he's surrounded by children Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) i I warned you about the other one far far worse is a character with a disability who is constantly made to be the butt of the joke. The R word is is used. So many times. I mean, even not in reference to him, it's used. It's like, yeah, this movie came out when it came out. All right. But it was even, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems 1999 stills feel, feels pretty late to be using. I don't know, man. I watched a lot of 99 movies. I saw that somebody... Dude, Idiocracy feels like this. And that came out much later. All right. Well, it uh, there's just uh, portions of it that really don't age well at all. And <laughs> the amount of lingering on those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, too much screen time spent on him. Yeah. No, I do agree with that. I think I still watch this movie every now and again because it's like, it's an easy movie to throw on and not pay that much attention to. It's a it's a non-commitment movie for me that I find. Not so easy anymore. <laughs> not so easy to throw on and just watch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So last week, if you heard me say this movie is available on Max, it was pulled from the service on July 1st with no fanfare. Because <laughs> I watched it on Max. Uh, I watched it, like, n- late June. It wasn't in the Leaving Soon section. <laughs> and it's not available for rent anywhere. Nope. Uh. <laughs> so it was easy watching. Uh, I think that Kristen Dunst does a good job. What's her name? Who plays Becky? I think she does a good job. Amy Adams? No, 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 no. The main rival. Oh, I have no idea who she is. 
think she does a good job. I think Brittany Murphy, as per usual, anytime you watch a movie with Brittany Murphy in it, you have to go awe. Uh, she died very young. I didn't know. Of terrible causes. Um, she's good. She's the girl whose brother is obsessed with Liza Minnelli. Mm, okay. She wants to go to New York. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, a storyline that is so close to getting it right and doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> like, her brother is gay. And the joke is how much she loves her brother in New York City, not that he's gay, until the end where that becomes the joke. Yeah. It's what you said... Uh it got so close to getting it right is how i would describe most of this movie because <laughs> i like the crux of the plot as well yeah mm-hmm. and the, then it continues the kernel of the idea is there and solid it just didn't pop right it's just a really hot pop this movie is the hottest popcorn kernel you've ever <laughs> held it's not burned it's just so hot. Yeah, I just need a little more oil. Uh, and, and then butter. Need that butter. <laughs> Baby boy needs butter. Wesley, is this one of the worst villains? Um, if I'm talking about Kirstie Alley as the villain. The closest she gets to being just a truly bad villain is (laughs) when she is sniping people. Yeah, I thought you might say that. That's a very confronting scene that I had forgotten about. And I forgot to look it up. When was the DC sniper? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Probably... Probably after this, but very shortly after. Yeah, 2002. Okay. So, I was like, is this a DC sniper joke? (laughs) Luckily, no. (laughs) It's this. So much of this movie lands in that era of comedy where it's like, this would never happen. It's heightened comedy, but so much of it does and has happened that it's just. It's from that era. I remember some sitcoms where they have, just as a butt of a joke, uh, conservatives who are like full-throated Second Amendment right mm-hmm. people, and it's just like, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> Nobody is like this. It's like, oh, 30 years later, we're living in that reality. <laughs> so. We are living in the joke hell that people from the 90s thought wasn't possible back in the days when assault weapon bans were in place (laughs) we definitely thought they were going to be nationalized they were weren't they yeah there was a national one that clinton yeah fuck fuck me eh yeah it was bush who decided not to renew it Mm, classy all right moving on to the post quiz bonus questions Three points on the line. Open-ended. Who's Amber obsessed with? Who's her idol? Um, Diane Sawyer. Yeah, nailed it. I did not think you would you would retain that. 
I know my news anchors. <laughs> that You know what? Out of anyone I could have ever talked to, <laughs> I should have known that you would know a news anchor. I've been talking to Rigoletto recently. When I was in high school, I had... The closest I had to a celebrity crush was Al Roker's daughter because she would show up <laughs> on his Instagram every once in a while, and I thought she was cute. Wait, hold on. You said a child, a crush as a child, and then she you was, mentioned Instagram in the same. Street. When I was in high school, she oh, was this, she's school. she was a year older than me. Okay. And um, uh, she just had a baby with her husband. I'm sorry, it couldn't have been you. White. You missed you missed your chance. <laughs> that could have been you. You could have called Mr. Roker dad. Mm-hmm. I could have been Mr. Roker. <laughs> of course you take his last her last. Uh, multiple choice. What celebrity announces the pageant at the beginning of the movie and is referenced one more time? I'll give you two points if you can guess it now, and then I'll list the options. What's the question again? What celebrity announces the pageant at the beginning of the movie and is referenced oh. one more time? It's Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Are you just struggling to remember his name now? Yeah. Okay. It's the guy who played 1960s Batman. Yeah. All right. I'll give you the point because he got that. What's his name? Adam West. Adam West. I was about to say Catman from (laughs) Fairly Obviously, the mayor from Family Guy. (laughs) I forgot the mayor mayor looks like. I quote, I hate that I still quote a bunch of Adam West lines from Family Guy. All right. And then the oh, last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just him. Uh, and then the last question, true or false, Sarah Rose, makeup company at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. has five floors of their building dedicated to just the human resources department. False. I'm gonna say it's like six or four. <laughs> no, uh, it is five. Okay. Which I think is crazy. <laughs> just, that's a, such a weird visual joke, just for me. Uh, I feel like it's the the joke is I feel like a lot of makeup places, especially ones that are. Um, sketchy like this one seems to be. That's true. I have a lot of complaints. <laughs> and they would hide their legal team within the human resources department. Mm-hmm. Worse right. yet, that would be their legal team. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for my company to do the same. So, Wesley, for the Drop Dead Gorgeous quiz, you received a total of... Thirteen and a half points. Wow. So it looks like unless I really do well on this quiz, which I think I could. I think I've still got a chance here. It's possible. 
it all it all depends on the post quiz questions because we know that I'm bad at watching movies. <laughs> I have a doozy of a bonus question for you too. <laughs> Because I was struggling to even come up with questions for this quiz without (laughs) giving too much away. And so I was like, I guess I'm really going to ask this as a bonus question. (laughs) All right. All right. uh, We are going to take a short break and then we will be back to discuss Silence of the Lambs. We're back to discuss Silence of the Lambs. Sorry, excuse me. I'm just pulling up my picture so I can send it later. All right, Ethan. Why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? Okay, uh, now, I know I said it every single time, but I think it's truly fair enough for me to say that I have not watched Silence of the Lambs because when I was growing up, this was marketed as the scariest movie <laughs> that you could watch. The cover for the for like the DVD box of this movie, which is that woman's face with the butterfly over it. Mm-hmm. I would walk into Hollywood video like once a week and the box art would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> My mom loved this movie. And so she would watch it pretty frequently. And so I would like hear that it was playing and I'd be like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> It's it's interesting that your mom was obsessed with this movie and mine was obsessed with misery. My my mom loves horror. It's probably her favorite genre. Like she loves a psychological horror movie. Hmm. I mean shit, she may she may very well be the one person who kept M Night Shyamalan employed. She's the one who saw the Will Smith Earth movie. <laughs> Probably. She's watching fucking Apple TV's Servant. Still, my dad, every other week, he's like, yeah, we're watching Servant. Sucks. (laughs) Does your mom think it sucks? (laughs) Probably. My parents spend so much time watching TV that is just bad, and they're like, yeah, it's not good. (laughs) Another thing about me... That Kira thinks is crazy uh, is that I will just go home and I will watch cable TV. She doesn't do that? No, she thinks that's weird. Hmm. I love cable TV. I mean, my mom's always has TV on pretty much, so like you have no choice but to watch it. when. Right. It's home. how you spend time with your family. The TV is on. Yeah. You're not paying attention anyway. 95% of cable TV is commercials. To be fair, Kira comes from a very cultured family. So. Ethan got that. <laughs> I just, I meant. You meant that legitimately? Yeah. That's, they, that's true. No, they are much more cool. <laughs> they all seem to have a crazy amount of knowledge about pop culture spanning half a century. That's true. If not more. Her mom's knowledge on classical music is absolutely insane. Hers as well. (laughs) You know what? I'm just a country hick. I grew up with my TV. (laughs) 
And if I don't get the Betty Crocker dome that lets me make a cake with ice cream inside it so I can make my own baked Alaska, <laughs> have I truly lived? And I'm just uh, a good old Christian boy who grew up watching Seventh Heaven. But tell me, ask me some more. Qu- oh, I have to tell you what happens in the Silence yeah, of the Lambs. Still, still we saw question one. Uh, Silence of the Lambs is a psychological horror slash mystery movie. I don't know if it's a mystery so much as it is like a. It's like a police procedural, in a way, uh, where there is a serial killer on the loose, Buffalo Bill, who. Uh, catfishes people and then throws them in a hole and then skins them alive with the phrase uh, it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again which I know because it's referenced in the David Spade movie Joe Dirt Um, (laughs) he also says it puts the lotion in the basket uh let's see so in order to catch buffalo bill they enlist the services of another serial killer hannibal lecter as played by anthony hopkins uh who talks and i think the leader of the investigation or at least someone closely involved is a woman named clarice And I got absolutely fucked over last quiz by saying too much. So <laughs> that's all you're getting from me. All right. Let's dig deeper. Why does Agent Clarice Starling go visit Hannibal Lecter for the first time? Uh, to prod him. She caught him. Uh, and so she's just needling him. More for help. Or, or, she's, or she's there to learn what makes a serial killing tick. One of those two. What is Buffalo Bill doing with his victims? Throwing them in a hole. Making them put on lotion. Skinning them. And wearing their skin as clothes. He also fucks them. Because he asks the question multiple times. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. There's a lot of cultural knowledge about this movie that I have absorbed, I think. I'm picturing little Ethan hearing this (laughs) (laughs) from his bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) My, okay, so my childhood bedroom was not directly above the living room TV. I, when I was in high school, I moved into the room that is directly above the TV in the living room. And I do hear it all the time. (laughs) My parents, if they're not watching a horror movie, they're watching the loudest fucking action movie that I've ever heard in my life. Oh, well, sounds like you might be hearing Black Adam again. (laughs) Where does Buffalo Bill keep his victims before murdering them? Hole in the ground! It's too easy! And then what makes Hannibal Lecter and or Buffalo Bill memorable villains? Uh, they're just... 
they're two of the most sadistic villains ever written. Uh, Anthony Hopkins has like an incredibly frightening presence and does a lot of weird shit with his tongue. And Buffalo Bill is sexual. Not unlike Frank. (laughs) All right. Baby wants to fuck! (laughs) You've cursed me. It's a good line. (laughs) Multiple... (laughs) Well, uh, as it's my, as it's the motto on my family crest. <laughs> I'll make sure it's on your tombstone. Yeah, in Latin. <laughs> what is special about Buffalo Bill's latest victim? We are in multiple choice. A, she's the daughter of a governor. B, she's the daughter of a senator. C, she's the daughter of of the president or d she's the daughter of hannibal lecter <laughs> that's not it uh was b again she's the daughter of a senator yeah that what is hannibal's favorite hobby in the clink a reading b writing c Drawing or D, singing. It'd be so annoying if it was singing. I'm going to say drawing. He has like a bunch of fucked up pictures in his cell. Um, but I like I like to imagine that when he's in the clink, he likes to pretend he's a gondolier. What is Hannibal offered in his deal with Clarice? A. He's offered a new facility. B. He's offered a chance at parole. C. He's offered a new sanitarium director. Or D. He's offered an all-expense-paid trip to Niagara Falls. He'll stay six nights at the Sheraton Hotels. This year-round complex is by Maple Leaf Village with specialist shopping, dining, and entertainment. Sheraton Hotels, Niagara Falls, Canada. Oh, God, you have no idea how badly I want it to be D. You know what? I'll sacrifice any points I had just to give it to you for that joke. It's D. Are you figuring it out? Look, for that joke, I can lose this whole fucking game. As you're watching this movie, just picture Anthony Hopkins... <laughs> <laughs> on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Which is I'm not like something that happened. <laughs> I would like to buy a vowel pad. 
You. <laughs> Come with me. Which is not something that happened to Clarice in childhood. A, her mother was a cop. <laughs> that B- happened to me. That was an event <laughs> that occurred to me. I was afflicted with a cop parent. B, her mother was dead. C, she ran away from home. Or D, she witnessed her father's murder. Uh, dead mother. All right. What does Clarice find in the mouth of a victim? A, a pill bottle. B, a cocoon. C, a lamb chop. Or D, a chunk of fool's gold. I know this. I do think it is a cocoon. But that might just be bait. Because the poster. But why would you know that I know what the poster looks like? It's a cocoon. I'll take it. It's a cocoon. It's it's Wilford Brimley from Cocoon. True or false? Hannibal was a physician before being incarcerated. Can you hear that music? No. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I live next to Hannibal Lecter. It's really fucking annoying. Um, You live next to someone who's trying out to be a gondola driver. (laughs) You would be surprised how many people are trying out to be gondoliers in California. In our robust canal system the uh audition process is grueling Mm -hmm. it's months casting couch you have to be just the right level of chubby mean representation at least 14 striped shirts um references references (laughs) first of all you have to have them second of all you have to know so many references (laughs) What was the question? Hannibal was a physician before being incarcerated. True. False. He's still a physician. <laughs> He's just also incarcerated. They never revoked his medical license. No, of course not. You know how hard it is to revoke a license? <laughs> that was strike one. It's a three strike policy. A lot of this movie focuses on Clarice being a woman in the FBI. True. I think that part will have aged poorly. True There's going to be false. so many people saying, you should smile more, Clarice. Or, um, don't you just want to settle down with a man? Just really toxic shit like that. Speaking of toxic... Uh, true or false, Clarice gets semen shot at her face. True? I feel like there's something... Something fucked up that happens to her as she's, like, walking through the penitentiary. Mm. And I have heard that that happens in some of those. Oh, like, just in penitentiaries? In penitentiaries, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, in certain viewings of this movie. <laughs> yeah, in some viewings of this movie, people get semen thrown at them. 
It's like, did you see that the Spider-Verse movie has different iterations of it that are being shown? Yeah, there are a couple different versions of it. So in some of them, the Usher throws semen at you. Yeah, and some of them, Spider-Man can only squirt semen out of his wrists. And some of them, that's how he swings. Uh, true or false, there is no mention of lambs in this movie. False. I think they bookend the movie. What do you mean? <clears throat> like, it, there's, there's, there's a, a there's lamb. A, there's like, <laughs> it's just a lamb hanging out. And someone says, shh. All right. There's a, I, I'm confusing this, I think, with a Simpsons joke where someone does <laughs> put on the silence of the lambs <laughs> and they walk up to a sheep and they just go, shh. And that's the movie. True or false? Hannibal's screen time is actually only about 10 minutes. True. I think that's fully possible. I think that he could have made an impact with that short of time on screen. And I feel like narratively, it doesn't make that much sense to keep going back to him if he's just a reference point. And it's not like they knew that he was going to blow up in that way. What do you I don't mean? Know. What do you mean blow up? Inflation pornography. Oh. Uh, final true or false. I had to throw this in there because it's going to be something that has to be discussed. <laughs> Buffalo Bill is trans. <sighs> okay. Like... You set this up as a true or false question, though, which means I. It, there has to be a concrete answer, but I feel like it's there something is. that people there is. Uh, I'll say true. Characters specifically talk about Nobody. whether he's trans or not. Mm, okay. And there is a conclusion reached. Okay, great. Because I know, I know he's his character is famous for the tucking thing. Mm-hmm. But. Anyways, on a lighter note, here's a picture. Tell it's me what... naked Buffalo Bill tucking his dick underneath his legs. This is, so, I just want to say the hole that they made for Joe Dirt does look exactly like this hole. <laughs> uh, so what we have here is a pal you to communicate. Uh, oh, wow. Wait for me to quote a movie I don't even like. Uh, what we have here is a dog looking at me, trying to save me. Uh, it's a dog uh, looking into the hole where Buffalo Bill keeps his victims. Uh, the dog is framed just so at the top of the screen uh, so that you can see the dog can escape, whereas the person from the hole cannot uh, I think this is a Bijan Francais. I know that because my cousins had one growing up. His name was Snowball. Oh, that's a breed of dog. Yeah, it's a, it's a breed of dog. It's a Bijan Francais. It's the same dog that um, Do you the see fairy godmother in Shrek 2 <laughs> conjures for Fiona to convince her to stay in the castle. I'm, I'm not writing any of this down. <laughs> Did you at least write down that it's a Bijan Francais? No. I should get points for that. 
I'm just saying, I know dog breeds, and you should give me points for knowing dog breeds. No. Why are you such a fuck? I'm sick of you. Touche. Um, I'll say this dog is actually about to be kicked into the hole by Buffalo Bill. A warning for anyone who this affects, there's dog death in this movie, too. I like that you're now giving... <laughs> Warnings based on knowledge I don't have. <laughs> Look, you have not warned me in the multiple <laughs> movies that you've shown me where there's a dog death. I had the last one I told you. I can't remember what movie it was, but I told you. I told you a dog was going to die and you were going to like it. <laughs> and how many dogs have you killed since? <laughs> uh, this scene is at the start of the movie. <laughs> this is the first shot. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't legitimately think that, but I think it's early on. It's first act. All right. That is the quiz for Silence of the Lambs. Shut those sheep up. This movie can probably indefinitely be found on Max. I can't imagine them removing an award-winning movie. <laughs> you would be surprised. They've done it before. They'll do it again. I think I should be able to access this with my Criterion collection subscription. Although it would be weird if this isn't a Criterion movie. Yeah, it's in the Library of Congress. Maybe I could borrow it from them. Yeah. You have a library hey, card. Can I can I check out the Silence of the Lambs from you? Library of Congress. <laughs> do back what they, in two weeks? What do they do? It's an archive more than it is a library, right? Or what maybe I'm yeah. misunderstanding what a library is. It's more of an archive, but yeah. it's uh they, I mean, they also have, um, like the like daily newspaper subscriptions, which a typical archive mm. doesn't. What if? Do you think the Library of Congress keeps every newspaper? They have the the largest newspaper collection on earth. Right. It would make sense that they do. UW Madison. Has the second largest. Whoa! I'm gonna burn it down. All right. That's yes, the quiz. they probably do. Just keep every single one. Cool. Take Coffee us out of here. All. Take us out of here. Get me out! I'm done. I'm tired. You've been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Ethan nineteen, me Wesley twenty two and a half. You can find this week's movie on Max. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose on Letterboxd at eGeese. And you can follow me on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember, Phantom Volt Irumamabo. That's Baby Wants to Fuck in Latin. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>